What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Danger Room for Dummies. You know what it is. It's Chuck. And your boy, Darion. Unfortunately, our other co-host could not be here, Ross. Well, we got we got y'all covered anyway. It's going to be me and Chuck today. It's a Chuck and Darion episode today. Gang. CD. Gang. <laughs> so, right off the bat, EVO 2018. You know, we have our crown champion, Sonic Fox. Problem X. Hi. Congratulations to them guys. Right. And man. then the, the announcement the hype, man. I cannot... I'm still reeling from this shit, B. Like, yeah, it's it's a great age to be like into fighters. It's so much going on, like Soul Calibur, Tekken. Uh, uh, man. So if you don't know what Evo is, Evo is the Evolution Fighting Game Tournament. It's held every year. Uh, the recent tournaments have been held in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay and uh, Convention Center. So there, you know, it's like, again, like the Christmas of fighting games. Right. You got, Side tournaments for like Calcom versus SNK two. You got side tournaments for poking. Anything is there. So the whole deal, hype as hell. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. I guess we could go ahead and start where like let's start talking about Sonic Fox, the champion, the champ, the rank, the the newly crowned king of DBZ fighters. Came in, he saw, he conquered, but. Let's talk about the negative, like the negativity that that surrounded that victory. A lot of people say that it was just fraud. It was it's flawed because you know he had them switch sides or whatnot, so it shook old dude's momentum. What you think about that? So um, he faced Goichi in the grand finals. Uh, he was on the winner's side, and Goichi was on losers. Uh, Goichi had just came off. Lose he uh, his uh, losers finals and he goes straight into winners finals. So whoever's in grand finals, they have to kind of sit back and you know do what they can to, you know, kind of stay in the vibe for the grand finals match. So grand finals start and Goichi bodies Sonic Fox. There's, there's no hiding. It. He got body. So Sonic Fox took the moment to slow things down and he uh, got the uh, the tos up there to. Uh, See if he could switch sides. Because it's in his right to do. So. Goichi wanted to stay on his side. Sonic Fox wanted to switch. So they did a coin flip. They had to wait for the, the translators to get everything translated for uh, Goichi and everything. But at the end, Sonic Fox got the coin flip. He got the switch. So when he switched, enough time went by, you know, for both fighters to cool down. And Sonic Fox got his composure and came back and took Evo. Took Evo. And a lot of people were, you know, complaining, saying, you know, oh, he's a fraud. And he 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 deliberately, you know, stalled the match and whatnot. But, again, I think, you know, in a situation like that, you have to play the game inside and outside. Exactly. So, he did what he had to do. He did what he had to do. It's clearly fair game. It was a, it was a coin toss, as you said, or whatnot. And it's just like, hey... If I have to wait for my opponent in order to reach me after his match where he's still like on the momentum of winning his final match and his loser bracket or whatnot to come see me while I wait or whatnot. Like, like you say, he still had ways where he could be playing or whatnot, but it's not the same like unless you're playing against, you know, an opponent yeah. or whatnot to make sure that you like because people play different. Like people know these people study the game. 
They know frame rates and stuff like that. They know what characters' reaches are, what moves to do, what moves to counter, and whatnot. They they don't know how, they know how to read certain characters and read how people play or whatnot. So it's just like I, him doing the whole what they consider stall to win thing. I, I I completely think it's fair game. Just give this man his credit, and then we know that like he's he's talented in the game already. It's like he's he's been bodying people. Even on the other tournaments or whatnot, he might not have won. I don't think he won last year. He didn't no, win last no. year. DBZ Fires is the first time at Evo on the main stage. So. Oh, this year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And he came and won it. So, I think it was for a game. Hype as hell. Oh, my goodness, man. It, it was so good. It, it was. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I usually don't, and I ain't gonna lie, I usually don't follow the Evo scene or whatnot, only because, man, I watch people play games. And all it does is make me hype and want to play the game. So after watching set minutes or whatnot, I'll be ready to play the game myself. But like that, I, I want to go. Like I just want to go to an Evo tournament or something and just see how bad I'll do. Right. Put it in the air. One day. One day. We'll be there. De- Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Definitely. Um, but besides that, we have we also have uh, Problem X. He is a UK player. He mm-hmm. plays uh, Bison. And he fucking won Street Fighter Five. And took down Taquito. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> Root for everybody black. <laughs> that is my motto. It is good to say that the black people had come and they dominated this year at Evo. Definitely. Less, Shut- definitely. Like, sh- shots out to them. For real. Like, that's, that's what's up. Represent. 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 Shout out to little Majin. Getting third in Tekken. We, we see you, baby. We see you. Right. But... Outside of that, the big announcements as far as uh, fighting games goes is uh, they showed the trailer for Season 2 DLC for Tekken 7. And oh my god. All that matters to me oh is Lei Oolong is back. My my other main, I main Kazuya and Lei. And I was just like, upon playing Tekken 7 the first time, I was looking for Lei. I was like, where the hell is Lei at? Like, why he's not? He's been in every single Tekken game since Tekken 2. Yep. Yeah, and I was just like, why is he not here, like, right now? I mean, you know, they. It's, I like how they at least rotated the characters and, you know, brought in some new characters as well. But I can I can look at this DLC from who they already announced. They already announced uh, Lei. They announced Anna. So I think this might be the... Uh, Legacy characters DLC, if you oh, will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see and, that definitely. And a surprise out of nowhere, Negan, out from I, The Walking Dead. I don't know about this crossover. To be honest, I'm I was just all like, for it. I'm, I, I'm down for cross. And then that's another thing. Like all these crossovers in video games. Like man, every single video game trying to become Mugen. But like my thing is like, it was cool. I was like, I'm with it, but. It did not get me hype. I saw Lay and that was it. Like everything else didn't matter to me personally. But I, I like it. I mean I'm a what people ask who who choose to pick Negan or whatnot. They can either get these this crouching tiger, they can get this uh mantis fist, or they can just go ahead and get these haymakers from Kazuya, whichever one they want. But I, I like I like this route they're going. Like they got Noctis up in there, they got geese from Essence like the S and franchise. Like, come on man. It's like they really is just like, hey, they opening the doors. It's just like, hey, we're not going to be just these set characters you know, but like other characters from other franchises, bring them on in. I like I like that concept. I like this. Like every game trying to be a Marvel versus Capcom 2 nowadays or something. <laughs> it's the, crazy. The FGC is undefeated. 
It's crazy. Walter White will be in the next Mortal Kombat. Guarantee you. Oh, man. The Guarantee you. It's like crossovers in Mortal Kombat, too. Oh, my God. I cannot wait until they announce Mortal Kombat <sighs> 11. But it's it's been rumors speculating and all that on that. But that's another story. I'm waiting to see vivid details about the next installment of Mortal Kombat 11. But, man, fighting games. It's just... It's it's hype, man. I feel it. I feel it again. You know, it's almost feel like the arcade days and you know, how how vivid these fighting games coming out. Everybody, it's, it's hype now. Like, oh my goodness, this is it's good. It's hey, good. And you know, I got my arcade stick on deck, so I will be ready. <laughs> Catch me. Follow us on Twitter at the Danger Pie. Catch these hands. Let's go. But besides that, also, not and we got more announcements. Cooler, 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 bitch. It's going yes. to be in DBZ Fighters. Ah, I'm not going. I wasn't so excited about the base Vegeta and base Goku. Although I saw some gameplay on base Vegeta, and boy, he looks cheap as hell. People was like hitting this infinite combo loop with him or whatnot, and I don't know if it'll be able to be done in an actual match. But I was charring people like doing like training videos with right. him. And I was like, oh, that combo crazy, but. They brought Cooler in. I was like, yes, I'm all for that. More villains. It's too many good like villains throughout the Dragon Ball Z franchise for them to not have some of them as playable characters or whatnot, man. I was just like, all these variations of Goku and Vegeta's and stuff, this can stop now. Like, no more. We're done with it, right? I, I think this would be the last. I hope there's so. There's nothing else they can add except for Super Saiyan 4. Yeah, Super Saiyan. I'm actually... But, but you speak it into existence and it'll come. Yeah, exactly. I love Super Saiyan 4. I, I, I honestly wouldn't mind that one. But it's just, I want to see more villains. Like, I want to see Janemba. Like, this cooler... Oh, man, this hype. Oh, my and goodness. I'll be picking up Dragon Ball Fighters for the Switch, definitely. And the beta starts on the 9th tomorrow. So... I'm yep. going to download it or whatnot, get some practice runs in, but I plan on purchasing it for the Switch for sure. Absolutely. So if you did wait on it, you waited at a good time. Yes. The Switch is just, oh, I love that system, man, so much. Oh my God. Cooler B. Cooler. Like, Cooler's Avenge is one of the best Dragon Ball Z movies, I bar agree none, with that. to me. That movie, they went got straight to business. business. It's just like, F all this talking. You kill my brother, I don't really care for him, but that makes you a threat to me personally type stuff. So it's like, I got to come and shut shit down. Cooler, <laughs> Cooler came on that planet disrespectful and shut shit down. Yeah, I love that movie, man. Uh, it's hype. I, I don't know who they'll bring next. Like, So so with that, you know, in my last mini episode, I, I talked about the possibility of a, a arena style fighter coming from Blizzard. We didn't see anything that this evil, but you know, you never know. No. I know we were talking about the possibility that Marvel vs. Capcom would be bringing some sort of uncanny mode and bringing in X Men, which they didn't. Yep. So I think so. at this point we can all take a half a moment of silence for Marvel vs. Capcom. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That game is a huge disappointment. I ain't gonna lie, but yeah, it is. It's already wiped out of the same. There's so many other fighting games that I much rather play, and it sucks because it's a franchise that I love. Still to this day, Part Two is the is my favorite one. It could have been so much better. It could have been. I mean, like I the the system from what I've seen, it's dope. It's just the look and the character selection. It just bods it down. It does. It's. I'm, I'm I don't sorry. know how to explain it. I, I it, it was a disappointment. I like how it plays. I like how it plays personally. Uh, it just didn't grasp me at all, like the other ones did. Even like Marvel vs. Capcom three, when I first got that, 
I was like a little disappointed in that. And then they dropped what the arcade edition or whatnot, and that was like they they brought out a lot more characters. It made some improvements. Still to this day, though, Marvel vs. Capcom Two is my most yeah. favorite one. But like Infinite is just definitely not a memorable game at all. I already even forgot about it. All these other games I much rather play. Other fighters that I much rather play. I actually been thinking about playing Street Fighter Five, and it's just like I was so against that game to be honest. But like I want to play with Sagat. Sagat. Yeah, Sagat, Sagat, however you want to say it. Ryu, Ryu, don't matter. But um, I would say if you're going to get Street Fighter Five at this point, this is the best time to get it. Especially with uh, the Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition out coming out. Well, already out oh, at this yeah. point. You know, everything all in one package, you know, you get basically everything you need to get going with the game. And it's still, it's still uh, material still coming through the yeah. pipelines as far as costumes and crossover cameos and everything exactly. like that. So... It's it's a good time to play Street Fighter Five. I'm I'm just hyped for fight the fighting genre. Like it's it's pick it picked up like drastically. It's just like I remember seeing videos. It's like it's the fighting game genre. Like like the the crowd, the scene, and whatnot as it died down. I don't think it is, man. I think it's just like improving even more. Continuing on with fighting games, Smash Direct. Oh my God, the Smash Direct. When I say that that boy Sakurai didn't put his foot. He put his whole body, soul into this game. I don't want to hear no complaints from the Smash community about how oh this character is broken. You know patches and stuff is going to happen, but let can we take a minute to just say thank you? Sakurai said, "Don't ask me for shit else. Leave me alone for five to ten years. If <laughs> that, I'm gonna give you everything." Everything, and then like I can see more DLC dropping. But let's talk about what the direct um, brought to the game itself. We got an announcement of five new characters, right? So we got King K. Crew, right? We got Crown, right? Simon Belmont, all right? Richard Belmont, ah! and we have uh, Dark Samus. Cast- like we got Castlevania up in his bed. Like, it's complete. Like, every old school NES character that you can think of is here now. It's here. Like, uh, speaking of just crossovers, this game is just... It went from strictly Nintendo characters to, oh my goodness, it's everywhere. It got a little sample of everything. Everything. And we don't even know what's going to be brought to it in the future, but, like, the hype is there. I got... This roster is too huge. Like, oh my goodness. I cannot wait to try... The um, what's the squad battles? Squad. Like, yes, I've been waiting for a mode like this where you could just pick several characters and then with each stock or whatnot, you know, you switch to your next character. If you lose it, I'm ready for like tournaments and fights related to that. We're like, oh my goodness, I cannot wait for this game to drop. Like, it's straight, I'm straight throwing a party. It's gonna be a huge party, pizza, drinks, and we just gonna be bashing, like, fighting all day. Like, let's go. And I'm, again, we will definitely be live. Streaming, yes, this brawl, yes, this definitely, event. definitely live streaming. It. It's gonna be crazy. So, like, once we get all that stuff, like, we basically got it set up or whatnot. But I hope to see y'all there. But man, let's talk more about it. A hundred oh, God. in three stages, uh, over 900 tracks. Uh, oh my goodness, this man, thank you, Sakurai. I am bowing my head. You cannot see me, but thank you, thank you, Sensei. I am, I, I'm. The hype is overload, dog. I, I was hyperventilating, just like, oh, Nintendo is just killing it. They're killing it. Nobody can tell me nothing. Like, they can't. They cannot tell me nothing. I don't care if you can, you're can. a Smash fan or not. You got to just sit there and just be like, yeah, that's 
this is gonna be game of the year. This is uh, this is gonna be definitely like it's gonna this be is on, gonna be game of the year. It's already gonna be on main stage Evo next year, I guarantee. Smash Four is gonna be obsolete. Uh, Melee, it'll probably still be there, but Melee is going nowhere. It's, it's gonna be my child is gonna be an adult playing Melee. Melee is going nowhere. It's not, but like, oh my god, people are avid about that game, and it's crazy. It is, but. You all know how big of a Monster Hunter fan I am. So to see the Ravlos show up and body as an assist trophy and a boss? That's crazy. Ah! <sighs> I'm like, usually when we fight, we don't play with items on and stuff. When we live stream, we definitely go have some 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 oh, uh, yeah. some uh, items in, man. Because fun, play different stages. All these stages to choose from. My God. And I'm calling it right now. I got beef with my co-host here. He been talking about. He been talking all kind of smack. I'm the best smash player in the he group. He got. He got to run this. I'm the best smash. He got to run in them the hands. That's a title that I have, and I'm proud to have. He been ducking the fade for a minute, <laughs> but come December, he got to. He got to show up. I am. I'm ready, man. Then not to mention like. On top of this, they already announced amiibos for the new characters and stuff like that, and they supposed to be having. More, it's just like Nintendo is trying to take all my money, like they're just trying to take all my money right now. I'm I'm so excited for this game. I cannot wait for this December seventh. I cannot wait. I'm definitely putting in some PTO time. I do not want to be disturbed with nonsense. I hear you. I did the same thing when Monster Hunter Track came out. I was off for a good week. Switch gears. Let's talk about some video gaming news. And uh, looks like IGN is in some hot water right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. They stealing. Oh my god. Stealing goodness. apparently. Stealing people reviews or whatnot. It's just like I don't understand why. They have too big of a team to just sit there and do stuff like that. Unless someone just writes the script, they don't go over it or whatnot, and then they just read off whatever whoever wrote, but it's just I'm pretty sure they're uh, responsible for their own reviews, but I mean, if it's a game that you don't really enjoy or you, it's not your cup of tea, I understand, but to just go and take another gamer's or YouTuber's whole review is just like, dick wow. Move. Right, yeah, it's it is. It is. It's just like, I don't understand. I, I still just don't understand the logic behind that. Like, what was the game that was being reviewed? It was, uh, Death Death, Yeah, and I, it makes no sense to me. It's. And then, honestly, you know, at this point, who even really listens to IGN's reviews anyway? I mean, I really look don't. at look at what look at the disrespect they gave to Sonic Mania. They're yeah. still on their ass about that. I mean, come on, man. I had the tendency to like not so much listen listen to reviews as a whole, but I'll look into them just to see what people's opinions are about the game. But usually, if a game interests me and I want it, I'll buy it on my own intuition or whatnot. I don't usually go off of others. And then, like when someone says a game suck, and then. Someone asked me about a game. I won't sit here and be like, don't buy that game. That game is trash because such and such said so. Nah, I'm not that type of person. I just look into reviews just to see what people's opinions are about the game. But I base my opinion completely on what I want to do or what I want to purchase. So it's good to use as just like a like a, like a frame of reference. Yeah, yeah, like a reference or whatnot. But like I really just, I don't listen to people to that that type of this, uh Mm-mm. I go in with my own opinion and thoughts or whatnot, and I decide if I want to buy the game or not. So, so I want to pose the question to our listeners. You know, do you all feel as though in this day and age, do reviews even matter anymore? I mean, if you're going to play the game anyway, mm-hmm. it's it's up for interpretation. So everybody is not going to feel the same way about a game. Exactly. So 
in this in this in this new day and age where you can get to a, a smaller game and it'd be better than a triple A game, are reviews still relevant? I personally don't think they are, but I can't imagine a world without reviews in a way. Like I feel like it's that kind of thing that's like gotta be there, but it's not necessary, sort of. So it's hard for me to answer it. Like that's my answer for it. Like I can't see a world without it. Like reviews, I, I feel like I need it. But my thing is, you want people to try the game? Demos. Demos is just, yeah. Let them get their own opinion by playing a demo. But I like, I personally like reviews still. I still watch them depending on the game or whatnot. I mean, it's hit or miss for me depending on what the game is. I'm, again, if, if it's something that I'm already interested in, more than likely I already have the game. So there's no point in me watching a review for them giving the game a. 7 out of 10 for downloadable content. Right. IGN. Yeah. But at the same time, I do kind of miss the good reviews like game trailers. Mm-hmm. That was that was my joint. I love game trailers. Rest in peace game trailers. I used to watch the show uh what was the uh the one with what Megan Fox and uh not Megan Fox. Uh What's it? Adam Sandler and Morgan Webb. Oh, X Play? Yeah, X Play. I uh, love X Play back in the day, man. man. I love okay, X Play. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll agree with you there. I hung on every single word that they said. I just hated how much they hated Sonic. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, I get it. But, like, they, they shat on the, the Game Boy games, they shat on Heroes. I'm like, it's <sighs> not. That's, and. Shadow of the Hedgehog, rightfully so. Sonic Heroes was actually pretty decent for what it was. It was in my opinion. But that's my thing. It's, I can't see a world without reviews, but I don't feel like they... Ne- I feel like a lot of people watch... Nowadays, just watch people play a game and yeah. buy it. And yeah. they, they base their decisions on that. People like Twitch and people watching Twitch, people playing on Twitch and all that stuff... That's what they they make their decisions on that, especially little kids and whatnot. Like, and I, I don't know what the obsession is with kids in Fortnite, but these kids are on it, on it. And it's just like people keep saying Fortnite go die down. Minecraft haven't died down. <laughs> Minecraft have not died down. It's still a popular franchise. They get purchases, bought, and then they keep adding more content to it. If they could put Minecraft on a Commodore sixty four, they will do it. <laughs> that is that is how big Minecraft is. Yeah, exactly. I don't. And I feel old for saying it because, you know, it was at a time when older people that played pinball games and the Atari were like, you know, what is this Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, and uh-huh. like, yeah, you don't get it. You're too old. Yeah, go sit down, Grandpa. And now here I am, and I can't get behind Fortnite, and I feel old. I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> I, to be fair, I tried the game, and yeah, no, it's not for me. I ain't going to say the game sucks. It's no. a popular game for its own reasons. I can see why it is popular or whatnot, but as far as interest, it does not have mines in the slightest. But for me, the true hallmark of a game is not only the gameplay, and it's not the look. It's not only the looks, but it's also the soundtracks. Yes, a good soundtrack can go so far with the video game, and the game doesn't even have to be necessarily. Great, it could still be a C game, but music can definitely make it better. Music always make it better. Music definitely make it better. Which I was surprised, and before I get into the details of some of my favorite soundtracks out there, 
Breath of the Wild don't really have much music to it, but that yeah. game had me very immersed as I was playing it. I enjoyed that game and whatnot. And like I said, the soundtrack wasn't is definitely not there. It was very minimal for uh, Legend of Zelda. Exactly, and it's just like. Growing up on some of the other Zelda games, with some of the music that they provided throughout the franchise, is just like, and then you go to here just to hear sounds of the woods or whatnot. And they said they intentionally not added music for the most part because they wanted people to feel like they was inside of the environment as they was playing, mm-hmm. which it, it brought me in there. So I can give them credit for that. But going on to some of my most favorite soundtracks throughout history or whatnot, the first one that jumped in my mind that really just makes the gaming experience in this particular RPG, Final Fantasy 7, in my opinion. Crazy. That music was so good. It was so good I had to order the CD. I got the soundtrack and I waited 14 days for that to get ported from Japan to be brought into my household so I can listen to that CD. Man, I had this CD for about a good, dang, 7 years now. 7 years. I'm 27. Got the soundtrack when I was 20. It's been yeah, following man. me ever since in perfect condition. I love the music. Man, that uh, the song when they hit the highway after they was escaping the Senra building. Mm-hmm. Crazy, man. Crazy motorcycle. That's what it's called. I love that track. Then the song, like Sephiroth's theme. Oh, it's intense. It's just like as you go to each area, the songs that they played in the towns, the battles, the cities, all that stuff. I felt that it fit well. I love when a soundtrack fits well with the environment or the stage or the person's theme, whatever. I love that. Like, I absolutely love that soundtrack. So, to piggyback off that, I know we were just talking about Zelda. So, going back, Ocarina of Time is one of my, like, absolute favorite soundtracks. I love music on that. Like, Saria's song, uh, Barello of Fire, The Nocturne of Shadows. Like, it's so funny. Like, Saria's song could go to anything. Yeah, that's true. Anything. <laughs> they, they, it's, a, it's a little video of this, like, dinosaur singing, like, guys playing. Mm-hmm. And he comes out of nowhere with the ocarina and starts singing Saria's song. And it goes <laughs> with the damn song. Like, that shows you how good of a song that is. And how powerful Legend of Zelda's Ocarina of Time soundtrack is. I love, my favorite, one of my favorite tracks from there actually is, uh... What's that? Uh, forest, the Forest Temple theme. I love that song. I like how the menu of the forest. Yeah, I, I, I know it all. I, I know love it all. That one. And then like, uh, now on top of that, yeah, inside of the forest, like when you go inside of the Forest Temple or whatnot, I mm-hmm. believe it's Forest Temple. Yeah, that that theme song. I love that 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 theme song as well. One of the another one of my favorite soundtracks is Street Fighter Third Strike. <laughs> like that album, I swear. Ken and Alex stage, that was my ringtone for at least three to four years. My wife knows no other tune on my song but that. <laughs> I swear. Like, I hold Street Fighter 3 Third Strike as, like, the pinnacle of fighting game music. Look, he's biased because this is, like, one of his favorite Street Fighters of all time. I mean, it's the best. <laughs> I mean, like, how, how people, how, how people, how Super Smash Bros. fans feel about Melee, that's how I feel about Third Strike. I have a, uh, I love the music uh, in Tekken. I love Tekken's Tekken music. Definitely has good music. I love Tekken 7 because it brings all the music from all generations of the franchise into one. And so it's just like a lot of tracks, personally, like a lot of my favorite tracks actually came from Tekken 3. Um, but they have some songs on Tekken 4. I love Authentic Sky. 
that's my favorite like that's one of my favorite Tekken songs of all time like that fighting song right there I, oh man I love music as you fight I love good music as I'm playing the game Tekken definitely has some memorable, memorable music up in there as well I love Brian's theme from Tekken 3 when he was first introduced like that because you know they have remix version then they had the arcade version I believe it was the arcade version or whatnot where it was just like I can't even do it because it was just moving so fast but man if you got Tekken 7 Take time to listen to some of the uh, soundtracks from like Tekken 3 and 4. I don't think you're going to regret it at all. Well, speaking of Tekken, uh, I'll I I say my favorite soundtrack from Tekken is Tekken 5. The, shoot, the uh, Grave Stage. Uh -huh. I can't. Yeah, yeah I know song, what you're talking about. Uh, Space Stage. I, I can't. It's, it's been a minute since I, I've seen the music in it. I, I, I have it. Uh, as my playlist in the background when I'm playing uh, Tekken 7 and whatnot, but Tekken 5 has some dope sound, yeah. dope tracks. Tekken 7 and Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. yes. Tekken Tag Tournament The Heaven and Hell yes. stage? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you that one, yeah. Sonic. Oh. Sonic the Hedgehog 3, in my opinion, oh. has the best soundtrack of the Sonic franchise. Well, I do love Sonic Adventures 2 Battle. Uh, soundtrack, but I'm gonna stick to the Sonic Three, Sonic the Hedgehog Three. Absolutely. They have a lot of songs on there that Absolutely. I freaking love. Mission Base, man, I, that's my stuff. Ice, Ice, Ice Caps, Cap, yeah, and then the, I love the Circus Night. Night. Yes, uh, I love the music. Oh, Atrocity well. City, ah! I swear, Sonic Three, that that soundtrack is legendary. I got most of that soundtrack on my iPod, and like, well, sometimes I just. Vibe to it on my way to work or while I'm exercising or whatnot. And yes, I do listen to my video game music without playing a video game. That's how deep it is. The music is good. Like, if it's good, you just listen to it. I enjoy video game music. I love Sonic 3 uh, soundtrack, definitely, for sure. Absolutely. And I, I guarantee you, you can, you can be having the most horriblest day. And live and learn, come on, and you're going yes. straight to ten. Yes, Be I swear. Live and learn. Oh my goodness. Or shoot. Oh, what's that first stage? Uh, they slide down the street. Uh, escape from escape, the city. Yeah, escape from the city. <laughs> Running around. Death the speed of sound. Just places to go. Gotta follow my rainbow. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's my stuff, boy. For real. Like I said, a good a good soundtrack. Mixed with good moments and good gameplay can propel a game so far. To new heights, definitely. It can make sometimes a very not-so-impressionable game actually very impressionable. Like it can, it can raise it to new heights if it got the music there sometimes, I tell you. Definitely. It immerses you in the game. It just it makes the experience better. And then uh, one, more, one more game, and I'll get off the subject. Uh, Jet Set Radio. Yes. They soundtrack's like, legendary. Yes, it's 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 an it's a weird mixture of songs, but it just kind of gives you that '90s vibe. Yeah, and it it just melds right, and like it even bleeds into like entertainment, like the uh, humming the bass line, that song. Uh, the guys from who did the soundtrack for Air Gear. Made an homage to that and mm -hmm. put that in the anime as well. Yeah. So actually, uh, Airgear is one of my favorite animes as well. It it can it can go both ways. I remember that time, like when Just Set Radio came and out, everybody was trying to bike, skate, or rollerblade or whatnot. Like, <laughs> I still. Oh man, I sucked. I still got some inline skates in my car. 
I was good at rollerblading back in the day. I was cold. I ain't gonna lie. I was. Can't get me to skate now without busting my ass. But oh yeah, we too old for that. <laughs> we ain't trying to get no hip replacements. All right, so switching gears, going into the realm of comic books, and uh, turns out, looks like Batista, he has stated that he will not be returning to Guardians of the Galaxy three if James Gunn does not return as director. So if you have not heard, or if you at, at this point you should have heard, yeah. uh, James Gunn was. Uh, let go from his contract with uh, Disney for the Guardians of the Galaxy as a director because of a series of tweets. Uh, I'm not sure what tweets in particular. I haven't got a chance to see them. Me neither. At this point, but, you know, it's it's sad to see Batista at least leave the franchise because I don't see anybody else that can really play Drax. Yeah, I actually grown to love him playing Drax personally. And it's like, (laughs) he don't do much as an actor, but him playing Drax, he does very good in my opinion so I don't see who they can replace him with but he can be replaced I couldn't make any suggestions on who but yeah but it's, it's always hard when you have somebody that's established with a franchise exactly. and then you just swap them out with somebody this would be the like, third installment you know yeah third installment and he's already started to dip his toe into Avengers so it's like he submitted his place in sort of like as Drax so it's yeah it'll definitely be weird to see if he was actually replaced and with who that would be the question but like can you see anybody playing iron man outside of robert downey jr i cannot i cannot absolutely cannot like no robert robert downey jr just he got that role uh he he changed the face of iron man he is iron man he got it it's just i can i couldn't picture nobody else to be honest no and I tell you, just like I said in the, the when Avengers was coming out, if my boy die, if my boy Tony Stark dies, I'm yeah, somebody got to come and check on me because I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. And I know his contract is is coming to a close. Him, Chris Evans, uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth, I believe. Yeah, Chris Hem, Hemsworth or something yeah. like that who plays Thor. So a big chunk of the original Avengers are... Almost at the end of the contract, so they might they might do cameos, maybe we'll see. But to see my boy go is going to be a heartbreak. Right, like I love Iron Man to the death. Of Definitely, and, and back on the whole like Drax thing, like I wish I knew what those uh, tweets was about, uh, what they was about for him to actually be removed from his contract or whatnot. If you guys do know, please leave a comment. I would love to actually see what it was about if you uh, know. But the only person I'm going to go on the whim is like if they was to replace Drax. I can't say that it will fit well, but only because of his structure, I can see somebody like maybe The Rock. Really? I can, the Rock. I can see The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I can see him playing Drax only because he's already bald. <laughs> he yeah. got the build. And I believe he can definitely play like a goofy buff guy role like Dave's, Dave's uh, Batista is doing. But the voice, I don't know, man. That would be my only pick if I was to I guess mean, who they were replacing with. That would be, be my only pick. I'm trying to imagine The Rock as Drax. And all I can see is a green rock. <laughs> I can't. I can't see it. And like, he'll deliver the lines. If you smell. <laughs> no. With the Drax. <laughs> It's cooking. If he did that as a cameo or whatnot up inside of there, I would really probably hate the movie. I, I no, I love The Rock when he was The Rock in the ring. 
Don't bring that shit to the Marvel movies. Don't. No. Nah, just don't. I don't know. But that would be my guess only. I, I really, I don't know. It was, it was, like I said, it will suck to see him go if he do decide to not do this movie or if he end up getting released from his contract because the original script and whatnot is probably going to be, is going to be written by someone else since the first director is now no longer with them. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. So I, I hate to see the Marvel movies in disarray at this point like it is. Especially with them being so established and so tight for so long. Yeah. You know? It just shows so you like you really don't know what's going on inside of the studio. Like outside it looks organized how the movies keep coming out and they all link to each other and stuff like that. But a lot of people have said like Disney Marvel is running a tight ship. Like mm-hmm. there's little wiggle room to and anything outside of what they already have planned. Have, exactly. And then outside of that as well, have you seen the trailer for Venom, the new one? Yes. I, I still don't know about don't this know, movie, man. man. Like, I don't know what the movie is going to be about, but I love how the suit looks. Like, I I am intoxicated by how the suit looks. It looks so well. It's, it's done so well this time because we all know Spider-Man 3 is Venom. Whoa. Oh, God. Whoa, well, let's, buddy. Let's not even get into it. It's just like being a dead horse at this like, point. Like, whoa, buddy. But, man, I, I'm going to go see it in theaters when it drops. And I don't know what the movie is going to be about. Oh, well, we all know it's going to be more than likely him getting his suit and stuff. But I, I just... Because Carter's supposed to be in there too, right? Yeah, supposedly uh, Woody Harrelson is playing Carnage, but they haven't really shown, shown anything. Him, yeah, but they, they they have shown that there are people else in the movie that are rocking symbiote. So he could be playing uh, Cassidy in there. Mm-hmm. I can see. I can make a prediction though, real quick. At the end of this movie, after Venom and Carnage fight, they go think Carnage is dead. He's not. It's going to come back and like form a team. Because who, uh, nah, who was part of the Sinister Six? Carnage, was he part of the Sinister Six? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. I was, thought, I was thinking. But so, I was thinking like he'll come back. So the Sinister Six was uh, Dr. Octopus. Vulture. Vulture. Mysterio. Kingpin. Scorpion. Scorpion. Shocker. Yeah, Shocker was in there. And then... That's it? That's six. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. I can see him being brought back in a way. I f- I feel like he might make a cameo in that movie when they do the Sinister Six because now they're building up towards that. Yeah. Like they they already canceled the uh, Black Cat and uh, Silver Sable movie at this point, so it's like I don't know what they're doing. And they also have stated that like if you look at the trailer, they're like seriously committed to not having Spider Man in this at all. It's like, yeah. Like. Again, most of his powers he absorbed from Spider-Man, so that's where he even gets the uh, Spider logo from. So we they have already shown that the suit doesn't have it. Exactly. The trailer when he throws out his, you know, his limbs or whatnot, it's not in a web sense. It's exactly. like the symbiote. So symbiote. they're really serious about not having Spider-Man in this movie, which is it would make sense. Hard. It's it would make. See it. I don't see how they're going to accomplish this. It would make sense only if they do plan on having Tom Holland eventually like go against Venom in like the next movie or whatnot. And since right now he's not at home technically, okay, because he's been wiped away or whatever. And this next movie is called Far From Home. So wherever he's at at this point, he'll be handling business there while Venom is now making like a step on the scene while Spider Man is gone. Now if they plan on like integrating that next movie between them two based on that then i can definitely see that happening i don't know it is weird to have a whole venom movie like he's like the anti-hero or whatnot without spider-man there i really wish they wouldn't uh if if uh if carnage is in the movie i really wish he wasn't 
because I want them to hold that just a little bit longer so they can figure out how to do a Maximum Carnage movie. Ooh, that would like, be dope. I mean, at this point, we, we've seen death in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Characters we have are not immune to death, death. So to bring Carnage at his absolute best, that, that whole arc was just ridiculous. Definitely can like, make an R-rated series out of that, like a movie out of that. I would love to see that. As long as they got the right person playing Carnage, and loans like the mayhem is there. I think Woody Harrelson would be good. If he if he's playing Carnage from what we've seen in the trailers, I think he's a perfect pick for that. I mean, you know, we are everybody and their mother wants Jim Carrey to be Carnage. Carnage. At this point, I don't I don't think he's even up to it anymore. Yeah. So who else can we get? Woody Harrelson did such a good job in Natural Born Killers, you know, makes sense. Yeah. But so, with that, we conclude this episode of Danger Room for Dummies. Definitely tell us your thoughts about everything that we discussed. Like, I'm still hyped off. Like, I know I slurred off my words a lot during this episode. It's literally, people, my hype level for these games. The Evo Tournament, the Smash Direct. Like, my heart hurts. It's been hurting. It's my chest been hurting all day. But let us know your thoughts about them. We would love to, like, just... Have a conversation. Do you plan on getting smashed or whatnot? What did Evo do for you personally? What did you think about the champions winning? How you feel about that? Just let us know your thoughts. And again, we will. We, well, shout outs to Ross. He couldn't be here with us today, but he'll be with us more than likely next episode, that next podcast or whatnot. So it's all good. But let us know your thoughts, man. Definitely. Right. Leave a comment on SoundCloud. Leave a comment on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. Tell us we suck or something. Jeez. <laughs> Whatever. Like I said, you can find us at the Danger Pod at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Find us on uh, Facebook, uh, Danger Room for Dummies. Yep. And yeah. Peace out. Bye.